Welcome to Juice. I'm Emily Harmon. And I'm Gwen Douglas. This week we're doing brunch bubbles. Brunch. That weekend, that, that weekend uh, meal in between lunch and breakfast. Oh. What is a brunch bubble to you? Like, Why are we doing brunch bubbles? We're doing brunch bubbles because it's fun and festive on the weekend to have a bit of fizz with your breakfast particularly in germany there's definitely a culture of drinking at every point in the day <laughs> like i'm always surprised when you go to the airport in the morning and it might be like an, a 6am flight and someone will be uh there'll be more than one per more than one german at the airport drinking absolutely wine or whatever but i think yeah there's a culture of drinking at any point in the day here and i think definitely i really like that it feels quite extravagant and quite yeah. exciting and fun to drink with breakfast and I like eggs and fizz. Yeah, or croissant and fizz. Mm-hmm, mm. So I've just poured you my wine. So we, this week we we both bought our own wine uh, and the wine we would drink with brunch. So I've just poured you the wine that I bought, which is the Lambrusco Ferrando from Corticello from Emilia Romagna. So a small organic producers, producer, they've just got five hectares. Um, yeah, unfiltered, which is why it's slightly cloudy and a little it's bit a like... Cool. Um, the Lambrusco we drank in the first episode. Ah, the pul- Pultineri, is that? Pultineri, yeah. yes, the Radice. Yeah. This is, again, a rosé Lambrusco, not a red one, and it's completely dry, which Cheers. I think is important to... Let's have a sniff. This is like a wine I think I could drink at the end of the night, but also the beginning of the day. I was also... Totally. I was very close to not mm. bringing bubbles, and then I remembered the theme was brunch bubbles. <laughs> You've gone rogue on us and just brought, like, brunch whatever. I was. I was going to bring a really light red, and I was like, I'd love to drink this in the middle of the night, in the morning, whenever. It's really appropriate. And then I thought, oh, it's bubbles. It doesn't make sense. So this was the closest thing to that. Yeah, yum. But it's really round. Like, I can see it going really well with... It's quite, yeah, it's quite fruity, even though it's really dry. So I think the Pouchoneri that we tried before was, like, very light, fresh... Almost like, like a, a tonic. F- fr- yeah, exactly. Because it had that sort of like rhubarb-y zestiness. Yeah. yeah. It was, yeah, a bit more tangy, whereas yeah. this is more fruity. Yeah, really nice. And I think what makes it a little bit more accessible is the fact that it's unfiltered. It's got a slightly different yeah. texture. So this is, I believe, just like pet nat method. So uh, fermentation finishing off in the bottle. So it's not too bubbly. Right. So a bit more gentle on the stomach when you first get up. What's your brunch pick for this? A bacon sandwich. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bacon sandwich and a bottle of Lambrusco. Yeah, yum. Well, yeah. I was thinking about bacon buddies too, like last week. Mm. It's been ages since I've had one. Yeah. I would think like also an omelette with like bitter greens and Italian sausage. Would be pretty that would also be this. nice. Because that's got a nice. little bitter end too that's... Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not a fruit bomb. Mm-mm. I think with brunch wines, you want really something... Nice particularly a brunch bubble you want something either i think a bit more fun and easy going or you want something ridiculously extravagant yeah, like yeah. i was close to like doing full that champagne my soup. Yeah. yeah 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 this is great yeah nice light bright easy not too gassy for the morning stomach mm. ease you back in i think this would be a wine as well you could you know we could rename the episode hangover wines yes this would very much be a wine that would get oh, you totally. through your hangover i it's think it's got a kind back of back like, on the horse you know there is a sort of like tomato juiciness about yeah. it yeah it's not completely fruity there's like a no, little bit of a savory. savory that's one thing like yeah. tomato juice it does have a 
Maybe it's also the texture too. Unfiltered, there's that sort of like a bit more like a viscosity. Yeah. Totally transition between Lambrusco onto a Bloody Mary after. Oh, I love Bloody Marys. So do I. <laughs> also, again, I know we've talked about Lambrusco before, but super exciting. Oh, I love it. Um, there's lots more. There are a lot more producers making interesting stuff and better quality wines. They're not all the sweet reds. And I think this, for me, is the future of Lambrusco, the pink Lambruscos that are dry. Oh, I, yeah, this I think top-notch. everyone that I try, I'm always... I don't know anybody happy. that's ever disliked this wine, and I don't know if that's just... Because <laughs> you're like, do you like it? Yeah. <laughs> Terrifying them yeah. into it. I think it's a wine that's like massively accessible, and I think this could... T- like, If there was more of this in the world, it could take over Prosecco. I think something should take over Prosecco. <laughs> Because yeah. I feel like every time you go into a restaurant now, if it's if it's something that's sort of a mid-range to lower range, like easy kind of place, and you ask for something fizzy, it's always prosecco. It's always fucking prosecco, and it's too. It just gives me. I don't know why. I don't know what what stuck this in my mind, but I always think of like sticky fingers and like just. I just think of all the times I've had prosecco and gotten drunk in the afternoon maybe it's like it's just a little too much sweetness and you mm. feel a bit ill after you and don't want like... to be surrounded by bees when you're on the prosecco no. <laughs> so i don't know i'm over it i completely agree with you Prosecco's almost been so successful that it makes you not want to drink it i like to drink prosecco is if i go to the river cafe and i get a glass of prosecco to start off the meal i feel like i'm in italy and then it, then yeah. it feels very nice but i just think there's too much of it there's a lot of it and I also that's... i think a lot of the good stuff gets lost with the bad stuff very yes. much like carver right yeah yeah. I'm a huge fan of like Prosecco Colfondo where it's the unfiltered yeah, one. Yeah, me it's too. So good. That so would be delicious. a good brunch bubble, actually. Abs- uh, definitely. It's the only time I get very disappointed with Prosecco is in occasions where you're in a restaurant. I mean, it's an indication of the place that you're in. <laughs> but you're in a restaurant or you're somewhere and you get a glass of bubbles put down in front of you and then they tell you it's champagne. And I know. As soon as you oh, taste you'd it. Like, oh. <laughs> this happened to me recently. I think it happened with you and I, actually. I mean, I feel I feel like it happens. I feel all like the it time. happens all the time all too. The time. So on my my cousin took me out on my birthday or after my birthday to a spa day, and actually it was like <laughs> now I've just overcome this cold, but it was at the start of that, so I was not feeling oh, good, no. and I was feeling really like a bit dizzy and stuff. We get there, and then a glass of fizz goes down, and I'm like, well, all screw right. it. Yeah, <laughs> just, just if it's there, I mean, I can't reject a, a an included glass of wine, so yeah. I'm like, okay, I'll have it, and. And they go, oh, would you, they said, would you like some champagne? And it's quite nice. It was a very nice spa. So I was like, oh, well. Um, yes, please. Yeah, I'd love one. <laughs> and immediately the glass went down. And I was like, mm, the colour. The colour is looking too pale. It's got that slight yeah. lemony green tinge to it that you don't see with champagne. No. And um, I smelt it. And I was like, I know I've got a cold, but this is definitely Prosecco. <laughs> and then I didn't have the heart to tell my cousin. She's like, oh, this is nice. And at the end, at the end of the day, like we were with a her fiance and she said oh it's so nice they gave us free champagne and i was just literally sitting on my hands like don't tell her it's prosecco don't <laughs> don't ruin it for her don't ruin it for her but I, the whole time i was thinking it wasn't champagne i really think though that that's like it's such an annoying thing restaurants shouldn't be doing that like because let it be what it is there's nothing wrong with prosecco either yeah. it's okay to just say like would you like to start your day with a bit of fizz and that also leaves it open to whatever you have on hand that day or whatever you've bought for the month like you don't have to say champagne if it's not champagne because i mean i was hoping i was hoping that it was like a mistake of just like lack of education maybe so it's just like they work at a spa they're not maybe not restaurant people you know yeah but then i'm hoping it wasn't like this little surreptitious thing where they they make it seem like a 
like a better treat than it is. I know, I was like tempted a glass to try of 7 and... Up. Like, yeah. Would you like a bit of fizz? Here's a glass of 7-Up. <laughs> but yeah, so super light. Very fruity. delicious. I mean, we've both smashed back those glasses. It's quite nice, that wine. So I actually think that Lambrusco, I'd even drink it if it's still flat. Yeah, because it doesn't it's have... It's not super bubbly. No. And I actually think you're right that this is an all-day, every-day, all-times of the day. Do you know, out on your terrace barbecue lucas Can't on the wait. fried chicken magnum of that this would be Dream good with boat. pretty much everything mm. but i think also like spring lamb on the barbecue like anything like i think it could hold up to some stuff yeah charcuterie some yeah. liver maybe even it could work yes. with the bitterness of liver oh, i think it's a good all-rounder this is a one one for people to put aside and have ready for all occasions agreed so what did you bring, Gwen? Because I see we both got empty glasses. That's I how know. nice that glass of wine was. <laughs> so I brought one that actually I think you also thought about bringing because yeah. it is pretty yummy. Uh, it was good that I just let like you that let you me know. Asked, yeah. Well, yeah, because I like it was almost a hundred percent likely that would have been like two bottles. Of... Literally, I went to work and I was like, I'm going to pick this up. It'd be really fun. And then when you texted me, I was like, Oh man, yeah. So it's maybe I pronounce it wrong, but Korab. Korab Future Sect 2016. And I know this is a mix of Chardonnay and Riesling. So 60% Chardonnay, 40% Riesling. You're right, yeah. Yeah, because I remember thinking that was an odd mix, but that actually it was, I was quite intrigued by it. Yeah. But she really is... Um, I bought it here at uh, Fraulein Brosel. Yeah, so Stephanie Brosel, I buy quite a bit from her. Yeah, she's yeah. Austrian, but she's always got some very quirky stuff from Eastern Europe. But yeah, so she recommended this one. That she said she loves it. I brought it home uh, a couple of months ago. Had some friends over for dinner. We had a lot of people over for dinner that night, so I only got a tiny glass of it, which made me sad, which made me want to buy more of it, so that's a good sign. Oh, cool. Let's start then. So, Features yeah. by Corab. So, uh, this one's actually coming from uh, Czech Republic. Definitely started to be a natural wine movement um, over in the Czech Republic. And this is coming from uh, the region of Morava. I might be saying that uh, not completely right. But yeah, Morava. And it's brute. It's got seven grams of residual sugar, which nicely it says on the back label, as we've said in other episodes. Yeah. Always read the back label for extra information. It is disappointing when you don't get it. And this is traditional method. So it's a champagne method. It has such a pretty colour. And it's really funny because in actuality, it's kind of got that like light orange colour. But because the label is this sort of pink colour, pinky, it gives you the illusion that it's a pink wine yeah. in the bottle, which I think is quite nice. And it smells light but delicious. It's nice because it's aromatic and floral, uh, but not it's not overblown. No, like there's it's, a little petroly smell from the... But the Chardonnay tames yeah. the aromatics a bit. Well, I think there's a little bit of... I wonder if there's a bit of skin contact on this I, yeah. with the colour. But it has a very light scent. But kind of an intriguing one. This wine, so the base wine, we've already said Chardonnay and Riesling, but the base wine has been in amphora. Okay. And then obviously goes into bottle, second fermentation, and they add the seven grams dosage. I think this is quite nice, that little bit of extra sweetness in this wine yes. that the wine before doesn't yeah. have is very brunchy. And I really like, usually that's what I go for, something that has a tiny bit of residual sugar for brunch. Yeah. I don't know why it seems to work well with like eggs and stuff. I'm thinking like Spanish eggs for this mm. one. Yeah. An Asian deviled egg that would, might be good with this. It's cupy yeah. mayo and sriracha. And That'd then be like nice. Those like caramelized onions and stuff on it. I think would be pretty yummy with that. 
I think definitely when I'm looking at brunch bubbles, there's sort of one or two ways to go, and I feel like we've kind of gone in a little bit of a similar direction for once. This has kind of a like mimosa y kind of thing, because it does have like a Bucks Fizz, like orange. Totally, yeah. And a little honey, yep. and this sort of like. Yeah, which is very brunchy. Yeah. There nice. is a cocktail element to it. Mm. Yeah. Pet napped some zecks like this that are a bit more fun because it's nice you still get that little bit of that sort of nuttiness with this wine but it's very it's much more fruity than you would expect mm, from totally. other zecks and and a bit more rustic in style which i think both of these have and they both have that yeah. sort of slightly bitter finish that gives it that like yeah it's not just fruit right which is nice so it makes it actually makes you want to go back and drink more of it right <laughs> which is what you needed first thing in the morning yeah. But maybe you do if you're if it's a hangover. Hit the ground brunch. running. Hit the ground running. I have to say though, when I when I was thinking brunch bubbles, I do always imagine there's an element of hangoverness. Yeah, it is usually because it's usually a Sunday, isn't it? Let's yeah, totally. And you might have been out the night before, right? Probably you're not having like an before. like no one's having brunch. I mean, I hope no one's having brunch before noon. If you are, that's fucking breakfast. You're right. There's also that assumption <laughs> that you've slept in because you've had a late yeah. night, and that's why you're eating brunch. Exactly. Otherwise, you'd just be having breakfast. It's true. I think the other thing is, like, I mean, we didn't bring it this time because I feel like, like, I don't always want to bring champagne, even though I'd love to drink champagne <laughs> yeah, every time. Every time. <laughs> I know, champagne is great. Yeah. Also, I would say, because we've kind of gone this cocktail route, and I have to talk about Gewürztraminer at least once per episode, is I think some <laughs> of those, like, natural Gewürztraminers that have a cocktail kind of element to them would also be great at brunch. I mean, when you show me a good brunch Gewürztraminer, we can revisit that again, but I think we oh should God. put a pin in it. I actually think that some of those, like kind of skin contacty ones with your if you're more of a muesli and berry with yogurt kind of thing it's a shame there isn't like a marketing brand of wines of Gewürztraminer because you could just be the poster <laughs> woman for it if anyone wants a brand rep yeah. let me know and you'd just be in pink I think I mean am I not most of the time I know <laughs> I'm a wall of Gewürztraminer down at Trico yeah. Gallery I mean we'd have got a pink wall exactly that'd be so funny yeah yeah so I think, I think that's probably it. Yeah, it's just a episode. short episode of two things that we're going to be drinking with our brunch. Well, we're trying it tonight, but we're definitely going to be having it tomorrow, Saturday, right. for brunch. <laughs> and uh, we'd love to hear what you love to drink for brunch. I mean, even if it's your favourite cocktail or your favourite wine, your favourite fizz. And uh, show, us, show us your brunch. Show us your brekkies. I'd love to see your setups. Yeah, show us your brunch and what you're drinking with your brunch. And you can find Definitely. us, you can contact us through Instagram at juice.podcast. On Twitter at juice underscore podcast. Or you can find our website at juice.show and pick up a tote bag to carry all those brunch bubbles home. Uh, and if anybody's in London this weekend, yep. I'll be doing a pop-up on Sunday after Raw and there will be some tote bags also available there. Uh, that'll be at the Henrietta Hotel, so you can just check out uh, the Vina Looper Instagram for details of where to find me with lots of magnums and lots of tote bags. Super! Looking forward to seeing you all next week. I'm Gwen Douglas. And I'm Emily Harmon. Cheers! Cheers!